Hello friends, before we get started on this next amazing episode, I just wanted to give a short shout out to our team at MetalCloak, the group that makes this podcast possible. From engineering to production, from marketing to sales, from accounting to HR, every member of the MetalCloak family works diligently every day to bring some of the world's best products to the off-road enthusiast. Designed, engineered, proven, MetalCloak. That is not just a clever cadence written by me, but a true statement of what we do every day and why we truly appreciate each and every one of you. If you are looking for something for your Jeep, Ram, Bronco, or Toyota, give us a try. We are here to help. And now, on to another amazing episode of the Modern Jeeper Show. The first entry of the series, Tomb Raider, was released in 1996 for personal computers, PlayStation, and Sega. Okay, because I remember the guys playing it in fact i had a girlfriend who was who loved it on her little i on her imac and i think she had like the blue imac right yeah 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 oh total old school and she was she was going to college and she was playing that and and uh, of course half the guys are watching it just because they want to see laura's cross swim right you know it was it was bad yeah The Modern Jeeper Show, the show about Jeeps, Jeeping, and Jeepers. Hello, Modern Jeepers. Matt from Metal Cook here, and welcome to episode 208 of The Modern Jeeper Show, the show about Jeeps, Jeeping, and Jeepers. Corey and Jesse are hosting an awesome group of Jeepers in Death Valley this week, so I'm going it solo but with an awesome guest. This week, I have the pleasure of introducing to you Modern Jeeper Christy Knox, a.k.a. Tomb Raider Wrangler on the IG. Christy shares how she got the Jeeping bug, what her first Jeep was, how that rig got her a 77 C3 Corvette, how she ended up with Tomb Raider Rubicon number 51, her favorite trails, why she does what she does, and how going west is number one on her bucket list. We also touch on IG, being an influencer, and why being a Jeep girl who wrenches her own junk is important. By the way, for the full experience of this episode and to check out other amazing videos, please visit youtube.com slash modernjeeper. As always, we're incredibly grateful for this episode to our supporters and friends, including Warren Winches, Raceline Wheels, Best Stop, Milestar Tires, Bahala Designs, Rugged Radios, Adventure Rack Systems, and of course, Metal Cloak. And friends, truly, if you liked this episode, we'd be so grateful if you subscribed to the pod, told your friends about it, and gave us a nice review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Now, sit back, relax with a cold one, and enjoy episode number 208 of the Modern Jeeper Show. All right, hey, Modern Jeepers, it's another episode of the Modern Jeeper Show with me, Matt from Metal Cloak, and at this point, I would usually be saying, hey, Corey Osborne and Mr. Modern Jeeper and Jesse, but you know what? They're not here today. Where are they at? They are on the Death Valley trip, Modern Jeeper Adventures Death Valley. So I thought, you know what, what the heck, I am going to do my podcast here by myself without my support team, but I'm going to have a great guest. So with us is Christy Knox. Hello, Christy. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good, good. Now, Christy Knox is known as what on Instagram? Tomb Raider Wrangler on Instagram. Tomb Raider Wrangler. <laughs> you know, I, I, and it didn't even matter that that you would, you're, you're obviously attractive and you're, you're, you have a great <laughs> fan base, and but Tomb Raider, like I'm a fan of Tomb Raider. Always have been a fan of Tomb Raider. I was a fan of the game back when it was just like you were just trying to do it in the in the 80s, 90s, excuse me. Yeah. And I don't did what I don't even know when the game first started, but I was a fan I, of the movies. I remember playing it on PlayStation One. That's what I remember playing. Oh it wow! On. Oh, you are old school. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's like 
that's like that's OG right there. Tomb Raider. I'm gonna look at Wikipedia right now. We're gonna Wikipedia. Have you ever thought about looking up Tomb Raider and Wikipedia? There it is. No, I haven't. There ironically. we go. Tomb Raider, also known as Laura Croft, Tomb Raider from 2001 to 2008, is a media franchise. And say that was the movie's titles, games. Yeah. The first entry in the series Tomb Raider was released in 1996 for personal computers, PlayStation, and Sega. Okay. Because I remember the guys playing it. In fact, I had a girlfriend who was who loved it on her little i on her iMac, and I think she had like the blue iMac, right? Yeah, the, yeah. What the they old the school. Yeah, oh, total old school. And she was she was going to college, and she was playing that, and and uh, of course, half the guys are watching it just because they want to see Laura Croft swim, right? You know, it was it was bad. Yeah, Lara but, Croft. She's She's cool. <laughs> she was. She was a badass. Now, I don't know about the remake. The new one that they did was was not to me was not as fun as as yeah. the Angelina Jolie movies. But what it comes down to is just the Tomb Raider Jeep. Because like I thought the Tomb Raider um, Land Rover, the Defender, was badass, yeah. and then yeah. the Tomb Raider Jeep was badass. So that's cool that you got that edition. How long have you had that one? About three or four years now. So funny story. I had had a renegade at the time because I was traveling farther. I needed to fit into the the garage at the hospital and the other Jeeps I had, they didn't fit in the garage. So got a smaller one. And for a while it was good. It was, I liked it, but I actually stumbled upon this at a used car dealership. He, we, we lucked out. He didn't realize it was a special edition. We chatted. We made friends. We There was a couple things he was getting done to it. So he's like, come back in a little while and we'll make a deal. And honestly, wow. it was it was luck. It was all luck for sure. Wow. But, wow. So, yeah. so so you just said other Jeeps. So let's go back to your Jeep life. I mean, let's let's figure things out. So when did when did you get bit by the Jeep bug? When I was a kid. I remember walking out of breakfast diners and seeing those, there were like yellow, bright blue car ads. And they, that I always saw a red TJ on there. And ever since I'm like, when I grow up, I'm going to have a red TJ. I'm going to have one. <laughs> Not red, but <laughs> yeah. So it started as a kid, my first car, my parents didn't want to let me get a Jeep Wrangler just because they were on two let me learn how to drive first. So whatever. Uh, when I was old enough to buy one, I was like, I'm buying it. So my first Jeep I ever had was a 2004 Grand Cherokee. Had that nice. one for a while. That, that was fun. Those are cool. Um, mm-hmm. Good good first car. I was Any edition? 18- was the Laredo edition? Was it? <clears throat> no, it was just, just regular Grand Cherokee. Yeah. Because I, I, I had an 05 and an 06. And okay back to back to each other so i that was actually my first real like the jeep that i yeah. actually owned was a was an 05 and an 06 so yeah so oh some too there. funny yeah yeah so it was 04 um it was like a tealish blue it was nice it was clean i made it into kind of more just like a light trail riding slash overlanding rig they're pretty big compared to like a, a tj or right you know right. other two doors so that was cool. Um, that had a four-inch suspension lift on it. We had 33s. It was getting at the point where you couldn't really lift it or b- do bigger tires without chopping it up anymore. So that kind of stopped at that point in the build. And that was the Jeep that I was kind of talking about. It wouldn't fit into the garage at the hospital at the time that I worked at. So Wait, wait how big of a lift was on it? it what did you say? How big, of a, uh, how big of a lift was on that? It was four-inch. <clears throat> 
four inch lift, four inch lift. What big, what size tires? Thirty threes. And it wouldn't fit in the garage of the hospital. I did have a rack on it, like a okay. Four, All right, that that five. makes that 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 makes sense. The rack part. Yeah. Even without the rack, though, it'd be it'd be close. Um, was, yeah. You just you get a little. Sometimes those rigs, you get a little claustrophobic, right? Because you know that you see the the ceiling. Yeah. I've driven like trucks. Our when one of our trucks here like fits yeah. in like the the quick quack car wash by like that that much, right? But it gets a little it gets a little hairy when you're driving through and you're kind of wondering if you're going to hit stuff or not. I get it. Yeah, and I work night shift, so you really couldn't even like totally get a good visual on if you're going to fit in the garage or not and you don't have like the same spot every night so it got a little crazy so we posted it up for sale we didn't really have a um, ton of buyers or, or biters at the time so I went ahead and bought the the renegade mm. Cherokee is still sitting at the house just kind of waiting um, at the time so I used the renegade to fit into the garage and everything Someone came along and wanted to trade for the Cherokee. I was like, all right, well, you know, what do you have for trade? Like, well, I have a 77 C3 Corvette. I'm like, hmm. Wow. Probably should take the money, but also at the same time, how can I pass up an offer like that? Like, Wait, a 77 so, Corvette for a, for a, a Grand Cherokee? Yeah. So the guy was looking for a better daily reliable vehicle for his wife at the time. He had started the the Corvette project and he offered to us just like, you know what, let's go take a look at it, see how it is. And the thing turnkey ready to drive. So it was like, wow. All right. So we, a couple weeks go by, we trailer the Cherokee out there and Honestly, like the rest is history. It was an even trade. Um, everyone was happy. He was happy. I was happy. The Corvette, even since then, hasn't needed too much. We you still have it? Some... Yeah, it's right here. Wow. <laughs> yeah, she's uh, she's good. She's fun. It has a small block in it. Uh, yeah, wow. nothing crazy. Just a classic, classic Corvette. But it's got the T-tops on it, so it's fun in the summer and everything. <laughs> I bet, I when, bet. That's a little yeah. target top. That's that's fun. Yeah. That's fun. You know, I'm yeah. not not necessarily the most comfortable cockpit. Those those you know, it is amazing what what the Corvette has become over the years. Though, I mean, it is absolutely amazing how it's how it's evolved. And the the funny thing is, you know, because I'm I was growing up in the '70s and, and and the Corvettes of that style, especially back then the front ends with the, the all fiberglass and, and yeah. um, you know, they, they either survived or they didn't. Right. And mm -hmm. there were a lot of them that just didn't survive. The fiberglass broke and broke apart and yeah. didn't, didn't exist. And it was kind of like, ah, oh, is that really where the Corvette should have ever looked like? But now, <laughs> now it's classic. Like now, you yeah. know, now we're in 2023. <laughs> you look at that, go, what a cool classic design that car. Yeah. Had. I mean, it's it's kind of funny how it grows that way. It has more technology than my Jeep does. It has power windows. It has wow. like all these little things. And I'm like, even my 2003 Jeep don't. Well, obviously, you know, they have power windows, but it's just well, funny, you know, Jeep, 30 Jeep, years Jeep, difference. Jeep was simplicity defined. Jeep was. It isn't anymore. <laughs> now there's too much deck in it. Okay. So you, you trade, you get, you get this yeah. trade for this Corvette that you still got now. Yep. So then, okay, so you get that. So then you have the Renegade. Now, yeah. I want to clarify. you. This was a new one of the new Renegades. 
right? New Renegade. Yep. It was yeah, a 2016 yeah. Trailhawk. Yeah. It was, wow. it was cool. You know, well, no okay, hate. Okay. So at least Love you got it, a trail, but... at least you got a Trailhawk Renegade. Yeah. Like, it wasn't yeah. just like little toaster, little, little toaster rig. You got, the, you got the Trailhawk. That's nice. Yeah. It literally had a knob in it that said like sand, mud, snow. Mm. It was one other option. And you like turned the knob and then it like shows the picture of the deep in that terrain on the screen. <laughs> just like, I used to all this technology, like, but <clears throat> very fast compared to the other Jeeps I've had for sure. It was on the highway. It was, it was great. It had, I think it was eight speed in it. It was, it was cool, but yeah, time, nice. time for it to get, you know. So I, again, traded that. Plus, I think I got a thousand back or gave a thousand. I forget what it was, but the guy at the used car dealership for the TJ, ah. he's like, I can sell that more than I can sell this. Which I was like, okay, sure, whatever you say, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So it was pretty much just another even deal. So it was. It was easy to to swap, to fix, to finance or whatever at the time. I mean, there's no it was it came out on top. No payment, nothing. So it was it was good. And it's just so much more me than the Renegade was. Mm. I actually like enjoy every single ounce of the TJ, whereas there were certain things about the Renegade that I couldn't go and do trail riding, which I was used to doing even in the Cherokee before that, mm. even though it wasn't crazy hard technical trails it was still trail riding nonetheless but yeah so that was like three or four years ago at the time and I didn't even care I should have thought about it more but it didn't fit in the garage so I was back at the same problem of getting into the hospital but at at the time I lived in a different house and we didn't have like this kind of garage like garage at home so when we moved here a couple of years ago, it just made, it was like a huge life change because I could, we could work on everything. We had, my husband and I had been working out of like a large carport at the other house. So to oh, wow. move into a place where we could like actually like spread out and have our tools and everything, it was, it was like life changing. So hey, your, your husband must love the fact that you're into the, into the machinery too, right? Like <laughs> that is such yeah. that. That's such a great we, find for him. <laughs> <laughs> we work side by side, but like we don't work on top of each other. Like I have my projects and he has his projects. And, mm. you know, it's good to be like, okay, honey, help me out with this. But we're not like right on top, like always. It's just, it's funner that way. You know, you can kind of have your builds. I have my builds. And then like we'll take both of them out or whatever and drive around with the kids, have one kid and the other, and then one kid with me will radio to each other. (laughs) The the kids fight over, no, I want to be in the Corvette. No, I want to be in the Jeep. Oh, yeah. Hardcore. But my son, he's kind of too little to go in the Corvette still. So we Uh we send my my daughter over and get to go in the Jeep with me. But, yeah, it's fun. We we take them off-roading, too. They, um... They love it. I don't really bring them on like the bigger, more rock crawling trails or anything. But when we go up to New Hampshire and do like the class six roads, they love it. They they have a blast. Nice. Yeah. New Hampshire. Is that that's one of the great places to wheel around you? Yeah. Yeah. It's um it's not that far, probably two, three hour drive to get to southern New Hampshire. And the class six roads around there are 
real fun. You know, they're, you know, you're not going to break most likely on the trail and Mm. you can drive there, drive home, not have uh, as many worries. Am I going to make it back? (laughs) (laughs) So I'm looking at your, uh, your Instagram Um, again, guys, it's Tomb Raider underscore Wrangler. Um, And it looks like I went all the way back and it, it looks like the first post I found is august 15th look it's it's okay guys so this is tuesday I'm, and i'm just getting a call from aaron kalachi our, my partner and ceo who's on death valley and and for, instead of just enjoying the modern jeep adventure death valley he's trying to call me right now so he's just gonna have to wait <laughs> um, he's just gonna have to wait the tomb raider so august 15th 2020 is the first post is that is that your very first post on in- instagram yeah that sounds about right, right. yeah so you just you yeah. just got this rig and it looks i mean it's pretty much uh, the way it looks there it looks yeah. as how it would have been. It's just basically the stock rig. Yeah. Um, the yeah. cool Tomb Raider edition with a little bit of the, with the uh, diamond plate on the front and the, yep. and the light bar, right? Cause you know, she had yep. to have a light bar and, uh, and, and flowing through it. So it's cool. So what inspired you to then take this photo and start an IG page about it? No, I don't even know. Like I had another just like regular personal Instagram and I never had like any motivation to post really anything to that so I'm just like I'm just gonna start one just for the jeep and more as kind of like a like a travel journal I guess per se I didn't know it was gonna grow into what it is today so it's it's been a fun journey it it allows me to see like wow the the rig has really changed like a lot in the past two years or so but well, it's a great in that journey picture for people that you're follow. Yeah, yeah, for sure. In that picture that you are talking about, I think it had a, a two and a half inch lift at the time, and those were 33s. Other than that, everything was pretty stock. Uh, still had like the stock fenders, the light bar, the uh, side steps, basically all all the stock things that came yeah. with the trailer. All the stock stuff. And then it looks like it's like, and the comments, you have four comments on there. 112 views, uh, 112 likes, but the comments are like, nice start and, and uh, 133 weeks ago, which is, be on the lookout then. I'm going to be doing some Jeep giveaways soon and discounts with my partners at Rough Country. So there's somebody like promoting Rough Country to you already. Interesting. Uh, yeah. uh, new to the gang. Yay. So it's 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 cool. How to scroll. One of the cool things about the Jeep community, guys, and you, it, it's what we love about all of you, all you modern Jeepers, is just how welcoming you are, right? Now, yeah. there probably be some haters out there, and most of those haters are ones because they just don't got what you got. But um, it's <laughs> cool. You started out here. You 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 get some likes and, and over the, and there's one 19 weeks ago. So there's still people going back. In fact, he did exactly what I did or Jace Aubrey. I had to scroll a long way to where this all began. Yep. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's true. That's what I just did, but it's cool. Cause you can, you can go through and start there and Oh, Tomb Raider number zero, zero five one. How many were made? So the number is typically a thousand, but other documents and research that I found show there was, a little over 1,050 of them. Okay. So they each come with a badge on the inside uh, near the shifter. And it will say, like mine says 0051, but there are some out there that will show like 1,030. So I guess, I think, I don't know if it was Jeep that said it or someone else, but initially it was a thousand of them came out. 
And then there was like 50 made for production and like uh, promotion by dealers uh, and stuff. Uh, so, right. Yeah. Plus, there was, there, was, there was at least one or maybe probably a half dozen that were just done just for the movie because yeah. you know, they go through those real quickly. So it is interesting because I am looking it up. It says, yeah, 1,001 were made or possibly, or it said it says in parentheses, or possibly closer to 1,050. Who knows? So, yeah. Right. Um, but you had number 51. Wow. That's, that's pretty cool. So yeah. he had no idea that, that, he, that how, how low this is. That's pretty, that's pretty cool. He didn't. And he was very nice. Like, honestly, I would, I'd go back there and buy a car from him again, just because it was, it was great, you know, help. We helped each other out and it worked out in favor for, for everyone, for sure. Yeah, we absolutely. went, I went back there. Uh, maybe like six months after I bought it, I started already doing stuff to it. He's like, wow, this is cool. Like he was so happy that I came back and showed him what, what I had done to it so far. But yeah. So which, which begs the question, because you, you can go through this evolution of the Jeep, right? You're evolving the Jeep, you're making some changes to the point where you've got, you know, you put metal cloak fenders on and all. like at some point were you like hesitant to, to make those kind of mods to the rig because thinking that it might lessen the value or was it more about the pleasure that you wanted versus the trying to maintain so, my fenders in the front i had gotten bigger tires they were a little rusty the original fenders uh they had that classic spot that they all start to get rusty in right mm -hmm. in the middle there and i had like flexed so hard that it then cracked the plastic flare so i was like all right so time to like decide where to go my friend cody he loves metal cloak stuff he's the one who got me into it so he's like you gotta get the fenders because you it's still my daily driver so with your guys's fenders you can remove the flares so when i need to be on the road and pass inspection etc stuff like that throw the flares on but then when you go off road you just pop them off and it's it's win-win that's one of my uh favorite like aspects of those fenders that you guys have is the it's such a quick change but it makes makes a big difference when when you're going off road and and stuff as a daily vehicle and then come back and pop them on and you're legal again so right right <laughs> legal we'll put legal and parentheses out there people legal right <laughs> um it's the coverage yeah what's it like in your area what are the rules uh, they're pretty strict. They have lift laws. They have, I'm not sure the inches that it needs to be in, but pretty much the fenders have to cover the tires, essentially. They give you a little bit of wiggle room, um, but for the most part, like, you, they take pictures during the inspections, so you can't, oh, wow. like, there's really no way around it, but some people put, like, smaller tires on, but I didn't really want to go that route. I wanted to be... Since it's my daily and I'm, I'm going everywhere with it, I wanted to do it the right way. But so what, yeah, they have. That? I think it's a. Go ahead. I'm sorry. You're running the eight. Are you running the eight inch flares or the six inch flares? Six inch, yeah. Okay. Six inch overlines. Because we we did create the eight inch flares because of that, specifically East Coast guys like in Pennsylvania, where they'll put a quarter on the side of the the fender and yeah. drop it if it hits tire right. So we made the eight inch yeah. flares, which are great i mean that's that's good for coverage not anything you want to wheel with right but that's yeah. the idea you can pop on the inch flares you can take them off you can put on the two right. inch rub rails you mean it's just a, it's just an easy way to, to to modify it yeah i 
I haven't had anyone, um, I'll have to look those up, but these are 10.5 inch wide tires and with the six inch, it just pokes out like just a tiny that's, bit and it, it's been that's fine. fine. Yeah. 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 That's good. Yeah. Well, 10 and a half. So what tires are you running? Uh, 35s, um, by 10.5 by 15 inch. What brand? Uh, BF Goodrich KM3s. Nice. So, nice. Mud tires. I don't go on the highway as much and it, it's been working for me. Um, I have no issues with, with that kind of stuff, but yeah, 35s are good. Eventually I'd like to go to 37s, but gives me time to re-gear, figure all that kind of stuff out before I go up any bigger. Sure, sure. Yeah. So they're, yeah. Modern Jeepers, you know this, but, um, you know, we're, we're somewhat, I guess we're a little spoiled by the, uh, JLJT because of the eight speed transmission. It's easy to modify and change tires and not have to worry about gears. It's not yeah. as good as if you do change your gears and you should do your gears eventually, but I right. haven't done the gears on my own JT. Um, yeah. And so, but the older TJs, the older rigs, JKs, TJs, you start putting tires on there and you start, you really affect its drivability, its quality of drive, everything. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's yeah. all part of a big package. That's cool. And so did that, now the Tomb Raider edition, that come with a 44 front and rear? What, what? Yep, what, 44 yep. front and rear, uh, four tens for the gears. Well, technically basically, it's a Rubicon, right? So technically it was a yeah. Rubicon, but with the with the Tomb Raider package. Okay. Yeah, yep, that's correct, yeah. Yeah, so now, I you, still have all stock axles, um, stock gears, stock drive shafts for the most part. I've had, that's actually next on the list. I'm like, all right, time to address those things just because <laughs> I'd rather not break it and then have to do it. I'd rather kind of... Upgrade it, and then I'll have those spare drive shafts, and you know, bring them with me on the trails and stuff, etc. Well, that's that's cool. Now, one thing I mean, you can go through your Instagram, and most you know, start go through and say, "Oh, this is just a pretty girl who's standing next to a jeep." But guys <laughs> and gals, this isn't the case. I mean, there's you know, we don't you know, one of the things obviously we we love the fact that you like our products, but we're not just simply coming out and going, "Hey, look, here's this Instagram page, and it's a pretty girl, and it's out of Jeep, and all this kind of stuff." Because those are a dime a dozen. But you actually work on your rig. I mean, you yeah. work on it, and you and there's proof of it because you're doing it on IG. And it's not just like like Ian Johnson who will tell us a story. You know, he likes to work when he actually does his show. He does the actual work, um, mm-hmm. and he tells stories all the time about some of the other shows he's worked with, where. They have mechanics do the work, and then the host comes in and goes, so today we just installed this axle, and we just put it in here, and you you tighten all these things, and then all good, now we're going to go on to this. You know, but you're not that. You're not like your husband's not doing the work, and you're coming in here going, look, now I'm putting it together. See, I'm a pretty girl. Right. You're actually doing the work. I love him, but nope, I want to do it. <laughs> I nice. like doing you know, nice. I I think I enjoy that out of all the, the jeeping, whether it be wheeling, ventures, whatever, I, I enjoy wrenching on it for the most part, as long as, you know, no project goes without uh, hiccups and things like that. Sure, but sure. I've learned just so much, like just l- working on it, whether, and you can apply it to so many things, like not even just working on cars, but I just like building things in general. So I think... For me, it's how it. That's why it comes easy because I I truly enjoy it, and that I don't put the videos out there to show, hey, I can do it. I more do it so it's like you can do it too. Like mm. it's really not as hard. Like people are scared of drilling into their Jeep. Like uh, I had a couple comments on the video when I installed the rock rails that 
oh, I was so afraid to drill into my Jeep. But then I saw this video. I'm like, and it doesn't look as hard as it is. I'm like, it's it's really not. If you if you do the right steps, you center punch and you start small and you work up, it's just take your time and you know, you can you can do a lot more than you think you can do. It is what I try to put out as uh, my message really in the main point of my Instagram and stuff. That's awesome. That's awesome. And and, and uh, just for everybody out there, yeah, we all get scared the first time we punch a hole in our Jeep anyway. And, and we've had brand new Jeeps around here. Like, oh, this is, we just, this one week old and I'm going to drill a hole into it. I mean, it's like, it, yeah. it, we all get a little scared, but that's, that's, so you've put everything on your rig. Then you put the fenders on, you put mm-hmm. the, and what lift do you have on there? Um, So I have, I'm going to go to a full three and a half inch game changer. I have the shocks and the springs and the sway bar links. I'm supposed to be getting the control arms. Those were supposed to come in today, but FedEx or whoever is supposed <laughs> to deliver it, you know, classic. You know. Classic, so, right? Yeah. 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 So uh, uh, after the end of this weekend, I'll have the full three and a half inch uh, game changer left. So you've done it piece by piece, which was easy for you to do? Uh, yeah, for the most part. Um, you know, take off the tires a hundred times over and over again. But other than that, you know, <laughs> piece by piece. <laughs> Kind well, of the same thing with the the armor and stuff. I just, as I could, I purchased what I could when I could and planned it around when I needed to use the rig. And uh, little by little, I've completed the whole system. So, well, doing that too, obviously, that advocates because you know Jesse, who is normally on here, um, talks a lot about the, just the the Jeep girls community, right? And she's a big advocate and been doing that. She did the with Charlene Bauer and, and the training they do there, plus yeah, yeah. in all the different tread lightly programs. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's incredible because you're you're part of that community too, right? You're part of the Jeep Her community and part of yeah. the growing movement. And I tell the story, I'll tell it all the time, and everybody, you know, says, Well, you heard it all before. But when we built our fenders, and in it was 2010. 10 my first time out at king of the hammers i'm going through and a lady walks up to me and she's walking around the jeep she goes i gotta tell you i bought your fenders and i'm part of a jeep club that had all male members mm-hmm. and i went and bought your fenders and i put them on by myself over a weekend and she was not mechanically inclined she just went through followed the instructions that yeah. was able to do them her and herself over the weekend just so she can go back to her jeep club and show all the guys what it is she did right mm-hmm. um so it's it's great to be a part of that and to be able to help and just have good products that help people like yourself to be able to just do it do it install it and build it so the inspiration you're creating for others is amazing um but tell me Thank about you. that that the group and the community and other women that you've been working with yeah for sure there's honestly there is so many good women and men in that community but like you're saying i I just want to show them that they they can do it too. And I want to be a resource for other people. I mean, I'm not a professional. I, I say that all the time out there. I'm just a person that enjoys doing it. And if you have a passion for something and you want to learn, it's all possible um, for sure. And I've been lucky to be supported by so many wonderful women and other members of the Jeep community. Uh, that I feel that this is my way to give back, to to help those new people feel comfortable to ask questions, to say, you know, look for advice on the direction of their build or stuff like that. Even some younger gentlemen have said, like, 
they were nervous to ask their fellow whatever friends things and have said to me online like okay like that that's cool like I'm gonna try to do the same thing so I feel like as long as if I can help one person be inspired to to try something new whether it be wrenching or wheeling I'm I'm satisfied at the end of the day that's awesome well that's a motivation to do it more too because you do it, <laughs> yeah. guys. There are, there are a lot of videos on here, and uh, and and she stumbles through it. I mean, it's not, it is not like, look at here, it's all done, and it's done in five minutes, super flash. And you go, wow, that's a perfect. No, she stumbles through it. She shares her stumble with you. I mean, it's 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 totally cool. Yeah, there's yeah. some funny ones on there. I try to show the reality of wrenching. It's not all everything's perfect, or or even if you look up online directions, like if it says, oh, it's a half inch wrench or whatever, it's not always, it's really not. Especially with these older Jeeps, I feel like everything's a little bit different. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, we, we, it's very true. You give me a hundred Jeeps and I'll give you a hundred different measurements for the same exact thing. It's just, yeah. they are, especially back in, in the age of the TJ, if you look at how they made things, how they machined things and how they put fenders on, I mean, nothing ever fully lined yeah. up that's why you had to, had to do this so that's that's really cool and i will say yeah the personality comes through on the, on the page that's that's pretty cool i like to do i'd like to get into more of like engine stuff i've done a lot of like suspension and armor and things like that uh, i haven't done too much engine work on on mine you know knock on wood everything's been okay but i've done like some valve cover stuff, little things like that, cleaning up in there. Um, so maybe down the line, I'll look into doing some more fun stuff with that that kind of aspect. Well, you got you got to you got to do an oil change. I mean, just, just <laughs> yeah. and it's got to be messy. Like, hey, you just yeah. got to do an oil change. It's got to be messy. It's just it's one of those yes. things. When all is said and done, you're gonna hands gonna be all covered in oil and yeah. you know and grease going down your. your it's it's just you just got to do that just because it's fun to do. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, you haven't seen too many people do a, an oil change on IG because it's just messy. But you got to do it, right? You know, do a little a valve job on the engine, you know, fun stuff. Yeah. One of the um, first jobs that we, uh, I, I didn't share as much about it at the time because my page wasn't as uh, busy as it is now, but the rear main seal, oh, that's like one of the worst jobs ever. You have to like cut the exhaust off and like, it's just... It's hard to get to. It's not the job itself isn't hard, but it's just so. I guess that kind of turned me off from uh, doing it anymore. I'm like, all right, we'll just leave it alone. <laughs> You'll leave it alone for now. Yeah, yeah. you can you can do it. That's so yeah. But when you get to the axle upgrades and the gearing, obviously yeah. gearing leave gearing to the professionals just because oh, yeah. they, it's it's a it's such a thing. But it would be cool to have it being done, and then you're there with with them with the camera, kind of learning about it, sharing it, but why it's important. Yeah. I definitely know like when to say when and gears are definitely one of those times to say I don't want to learn at that time I'd rather learn by watching like you said go to the the shop that I go to which is Ocean State Off-Road uh you know and they're they're super cool there they they support the DIY they support the people who want to learn and everything so uh for sure definitely be bringing that I'm hoping before the season starts to get the gears done, but if it doesn't happen, I'll do it, do it in the fall, but. Hey, you got time. Right. Yeah. So now you have, you have almost 40,000 followers on IG. 
Um, <laughs> and that's, that's pretty cool. I mean, that's, what is it like to have and, and how much communication do you receive from, from them? I mean, is it, you know, I have to say, people always, you know, first thing I usually ask about, like, haters or whatever. And honestly, the, the majority of people are genuinely nice. Like, and if they're not, my motto is just kill them with kindness. That's that's it. I don't play into it. It is what it is. Whether you believe what I do or don't believe what I do, it doesn't matter to me. Because at the end of the day, I got I got nothing to prove. I'm just there to have fun. Like, I truly enjoy it. and. I think people see that. I think that's why I haven't been like troubled with as many uh, negative people online. I mean, it's not to say that they aren't there, but it's uh, what you put your energy into is what you'll, what you get back. So just, I just say, just ignore them. It doesn't even matter, but yeah, it keeps me busy. I enjoy it though. Everyone, I love hearing about the stories, what this person did with their build or I found quite a few other tomb raiders online which is cool oh really they're uh yeah there's a couple in the northeast and then i think there's one or two that i know about uh on the west coast side and that's so they're about on ig as well yeah yeah and uh hopefully one day i'm gonna try to do like get a whether it be like an email list or like some kind of newsletter just so that everyone can kind of like stay connected i think it would be cool that would be cool. Yeah, maybe you could do a Discord or something with uh, you know, yeah. all the all the all the Tomb Raider yeah. edition rigs out there. I mean, I don't know how many are still running, but there were, you know, there were a thousand made. So even if there yeah. was just you know a few hundred still out there, um yeah. it'd be great to, it'd be a very interesting thing to see. Yeah, you, know, you guys all to come together, maybe do a do an event, have your own little uh club meeting at Smoky Mountain Jeep Invasion or something. <laughs> that would be fun. I'd love to get another one and just keep that one like completely stock or like fix it up to be like exactly how it was supposed to. But <laughs> you should start yeah. searching now and see if you could find like edition 001. Right. Gotta I know. Find it. Gotta, somebody out there has it. <laughs> For the movie ones, they said that there's three. Two were in museums, um, which was like one that she used and then one that they use like with like the stunt double or whatever. And then the third one, they don't, they no longer have, I was like, Oh man. But they, uh, the differences between the movie one and the, like this one, the Jeep, just a regular, you know, yeah. production model. It's kind of crazy. Like there's a really cool roll bar on mm. the movie one, which right. when this isn't my daily, I'm probably going to try to like, get something fabricated to look like that one which would oh, be, cool. be cool that would be you cool know? yeah for sure yeah because it because it doesn't in the movie isn't this the one where she comes in like she parachutes in and yeah, they land, yeah. lands in the back of the jeep basically yeah 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 so yeah so you had to have something different there than the, the yeah. stock yeah had it had yeah. to look cool <laughs> That's that's nice. Um, so you know that, that'll be one of those things. Once you have that roll car, roll cage, and then we'll just yeah. do a whole big thing where you're driving along and somebody will parachute in and would we'll, you know IG that. I mean that'll blow you up. You'll be a million <laughs> followers easy. <laughs> Maybe Angelina uh, will notice and she'll be like, yeah. oh, I want to come take a picture with that Jeep." <laughs> Uh, you know, that, that was, that was when she was believable as an action star and, and her, her, some of her later movies where she's like, her arms are that skinny and she's, and she's an action. It was just kind of funny. It's like, okay, early when you did that, you were believable. 
Right. And I, I loved her in I loved her in the two Mayer movies. I loved her in um, uh, Gone in sixty seconds. You know, oh, yeah. and yeah. then kind of that whole flow, and then the later stuff's just been kind of like, okay, well, yeah, you're not. I don't really see you as a badass anymore. I'm sorry. I just. I, I don't think you could kick anyone's ass anymore. <laughs> no, I know. I think they'd break your arm like this little twiggy thing. But that's acting. That's the beauty of acting. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so cool. So it, it. So you've got. Let's talk trails. Let's talk trails because you've yeah. always been out and you don't, you know, do you, have you taken Tomb Raider like to any like actual like rock crawling, wheeling, going up waterfalls, that sort of thing? Or are you mainly out about just doing some good um, back road trails and how, how extreme yeah. do you go? So <laughs> I joined a Jeep club and it's, it's tough around here. There's no public off-roading, not a single place in Rhode right. Island, right. public off-roading that you can do. Um, so there's not many hard trails, I'd say, in Rhode Island. It's more kind of like dirt road, light mm. rock crawling, that kind, that kind of thing. Um, they're up in New Hampshire, where we would go. That's definitely more technical stuff. Um, the access that we do have through the Jeep Club is private properties that have allowed us to graciously use their land in a, you know, a respectful manner. And we do work there or volunteer, that kind of thing. Um, I, I battle with doing like crazy stuff because it still is my daily. So right. when we do trailer it to the events, like bigger events anyways. So it's not that I'm worried about not getting it home, but it's just to drive it Monday through Friday. But hopefully... That there's a plan in the works for that, um, that will hopefully happen sooner than later, just so I can push it a little bit to the limits more. I know it's so capable, so just well, gotta, you know, gotta it, trust it, the process. If, if it is down for any period, at least you got the Corvette to go to work with, right? You know, yeah, if it, it, that definitely fits in the hospital. So, what yeah. do you actually do? What, what do you do at the hospital? Yeah, so I no longer work at the hospital. I was okay. a burn and trauma nurse for a number of years. Um, oh my gosh, that has to that had to be hard. Yeah, wow. it was a- it was a lot. I went straight out of nursing school right into uh, that that unit there. I am grateful for my time that I had there and the experiences that I learned. But that job is no joke. It is not for the faint of heart, and it's hard to leave that stuff at work and then go home and be like, what did I just see? Like, wow. Yeah. You know, so I left the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. It was great experience, but not something I wanted to do forever. So now I just do more outpatient stuff part time because I'm allowed to build more with the Instagram and the business on the side and stuff like that. So it's in, it sounds silly, but this Jeep has literally allowed me to like build a dream that is obviously still in progress, but something that I wake up every day and look forward to, uh, to doing that wasn't always the case at the hospital. It's, it's hard and God bless every person that can do that every day. And I'm not afraid to admit it, but it was just, it wasn't for me long-term. It was, it was hard. It was very Hard in the mind, the body. I was working night shift and it, I couldn't work on my Jeep. So I couldn't do the things that I wanted to do at that place just because mm. of it took over my life. And then the pandemic and all that stuff, that was just like the icing on the cake of uh, wanting to do something different and uh, get out of the hospital. But 
Well, I'm happier would, now more than ever. I mean, I, that'd be hard during the pandemic. Like you have a burn case come in and then you have to, you had to have the burn case come in, but then you also had to have COVID protocols in place. I mean, right. Wow, yeah, that, so our floor, it, since it being the burns, we couldn't have any COVID patients on the unit. But when they canceled like elective surgeries, stuff like that, our floor wasn't very busy. So we would get floated to the COVID units um, mm. now and again, which was crazy in itself to see. But we were lucky in the sense that we didn't have to have COVID patients on the floor and stuff. But nonetheless, it's all, they're both different evils. You know, they're both hard in different ways. But Right, right. It's, it, yeah, I just can't imagine that. I mean, you know, my, my wife loves um, Grey's Anatomy, right? She just, I think she's been, I think she's the, like the 17th time through the entire season, right? She just, it's always playing in the background, right? And, and just some of the burn cases that they've covered, right, in there. But, and that's just television, but it just, it, yeah. And she watches some of the other reality shows, you know, mm-hmm. some of the other reality surgery shows and doctor shows. And yeah, I, I can't imagine. I can't imagine seeing that and having to deal with that and the pain that the people are going through. And, and you, there's not enough painkiller to get rid of it. Right. No, uh, no, it's not. It's yeah. At least I'm at the point now where like, I hope to someday start some kind of whether it be a charity type of thing. I don't want to be paid to be a nurse. I want to help people in a way where I just don't want the money. I would rather give back to the community in a way where like my goal down the line is to somehow start a charity where I'm bringing out medical supplies in a Jeep to harder to reach communities is, is kind of the, the goal for me, my nursing career at this point. Well, that's very, that's very cool. That's very cool. Well, we can all help you get there, right? That's, that's <laughs> awesome. So that means, that means guys, you got to, you got to, you got to support her. You got to join her Instagram <laughs> if you can do stuff. Tell me about, so we were talking about the the girl Jeepers. Tell me about Jeeper. What, what is that about? Yeah. So I actually have the shirt on right now. But... Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> so we, the main goal of being a Jeeper or part of the Jeeper community is we want to encourage women to pursue their passions, their dreams of wrenching, wheeling, and having a safe place to do that in. Um, we're there to encourage you to pursue those goals and those dreams and supply anyone help along the way who needs it, whether it be answering questions about wrenching, um, looking for legal places to go wheeling, especially on the East coast where it's, it's a little bit harder to find those trails. Um, and basically just, you know, support those who support us and create this community of helping each other and, uh, being an advocate for those women and younger Jeepers. Well, that's awesome. So, and how long have you been associated with Jeeper? Uh, So officially, uh, I had started at the end of last year, but unofficially a lot longer. Um, They had opened their arms to me and I experienced what I am now trying to promote. So I was just, I knew I wanted to be a part of that. It was, it's more than just a clothing brand. It's more than that. It's, it's about creating the future of making a community for women and their jeeps that's awesome 
And it's great because there's so many trainings. A lot of times at when we do skills day and we do skills day, unfortunately, twice a year, although we are working, guys, we are working on one in Southern California. We're working on one um, in Tennessee. So those will be coming in. We're thinking about Texas again. Um, but the idea with skills day, <clears throat> many times we have the the Jeeps arriving and the co-driver for the skills day happens to be the husband who has a lot of experience, mm-hmm. but they're using skills day so the wife can learn. And, mm-hmm. um, or in this many cases, and it was very true in the JK, I don't know how many JKs we outfitted here at Metal Club that were the wife's Jeep, but you know, the husband was able to do what he wants with it, but yeah. finally get him out there to be able to do it. In fact, guys I know who have been wheeling for years and years and years who are finally like, this is a great opportunity for my wife to learn what we do. And, <laughs> and, and one for I me, mean, she may be the passenger in all his trips, but right. she now gets to actually do it a little bit herself and, and yeah. have a little bit more, more control and give. So um, it's amazing to be able to have that sort of, that sort of um, participation. Now on the flip side of that, I've also known women who the husband was a passenger the entire time. Like, you know, there, there are, you know, there's nothing to be said. This is not a man's sport. This is not a woman's sport. This is a family sport, right? The Jeep is a family vehicle for the family to get out. And, uh, and you know, my wife, I, obviously when we're Jeeping, I drive. Everywhere else, she drives. Like she does not like my driving anywhere. So I sit in the passenger seat of her minivan, and uh, and she's in control, right? That's but, funny. Uh, but yeah, Jeep- my husband, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't drive my Jeep. I don't want him to. I love him, but it's it's mine. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know yep. it so well, especially like when we're off roading or whatever. I'm just like, oh, that noise. That noise is okay, but that noise is not okay, or that kind of thing. But <laughs> Well, we, you uh, definitely hit on something very important there. And that, that's part of the guys, part of, part of you actually working on your rig. Um, and I'm sure this has been, this has obviously been very valuable for you. You work on your own rig, you know, your own rig, you can uh-huh. fix your own rig. If you're out wheeling, you need to be able to fix your rig. Yeah. Um, what, and Thanks. you need to know and be able to see it. Like you were just talking about just knowing little sounds, little things like be, when you're modifying a vehicle, you, the last thing you want to do and, and is to go out and say, Hey guys, I got a bunch of money. I'm just going to go out and buy a already built rig. And you get yeah. somebody's rig that's been all built right. up and it's got forties and it's got tons and it's got all these things and it's all, it's all built rig. Right. You don't know the rig. And when it starts going bad, you don't know what to spot and you can't yeah. So, so you're doing it the right way. That's amazing. Um, on the East coast, we have a lot of tight trails. There's a lot of trees and everything. So like that front right passenger tire, when, some people will be like, oh, we're going to hit the tree. But it's like, no, I know. I know I can, if I'm at full lock, like I'm, I'll be fine. Like, like you said, it's just so important to know your rig, to know. And it allows you to do that much more on the trail and, and do it without breaking. So. <laughs> so what are your, what's, what's your favorite trail you've done? <sighs> That's a tough one. New Hampshire honestly provides the most beautiful scenery and trails. Um, we go up to them. She, some people have probably seen it recently. It's been on a couple, uh, shows is field and forest. That's like a crazy, I would say, uh, hardest East coast property, at least that I've been to anyway. And a lot of others feel the same way. That place is no joke. Um, where's that located? Where's that? At? That's in Harrisville, New Hampshire. It's called field and forest. Um, it was recently on the 24 Helen back. Mm. um from yeah so 
that's just i think they did a few trails but the the place is huge uh and even in the surrounding area the the classics roads if you don't want to do something as crazy is another great um opportunity for for wheeling get your feet is that wet. all private or public uh the that is the uh the classics roads or the place either one both of them uh classics is all public the Field and Forest is private, but there are certain events where you would purchase tickets and like you're allowed to go, that kind of mm. thing. But you can't just like um, you know, say, I want to go wheeling there this weekend. So mm. you can't you can't really do that. But there are uh, plenty of opportunities. If you are in the East Coast, I highly recommend joining a Jeep club that is a part of the NEA or the Northeast Association Four Wheel Drive Clubs. Uh, that's how we get a lot of access, uh, the private properties or just whatever other properties that the clubs may know about and kind of share. And we all share the same mission of, uh, growing the sport in a responsible, legal, you know, um, like containable way to, to grow the sport and advocate for, you know, responsible land use and whatnot. That's awesome. So the NEA, I've never heard of the NEA. So that's, that's a, uh, what, how many, is that, that whole region or the whole Northeast region? Yes. Whole Northeast region. There are a lot of clubs. I do not know the exact number, but I think it's like 40 something now. Um, so I'm in ocean state Jeepsters. They are part of the NEA and that is most recently they had the NEA snow run this past weekend and you if you're part of the club, you could have gone to a number of properties. You can pick whichever ones that they had available and go and and wheel with, whether it be your actual club or other people too, because it's always good to meet people from other clubs as well and stuff. Right, but, right. Yeah. Very so, big out here and very important to allowing off-roading in the Northeast and whatnot. That's awesome. That that is great that that community is is so strong up there. Um, yeah. We used to have, I mean, in our early days, two thousand nine, we opened our doors um, or reopened, I should say. Uh, we had two strong markets. One was um, Texas, and the other one was Pennsylvania. And um, mm-hmm. it was just the, the growth of the community up in that region and how strong they were together. Because, um, well, I mean, you guys are all playing the same game, trying to find places to wheel because you don't have all the pr- public lands we have out here. Yeah. It is. It's a shame that there's not more uh, public places around here. So it's it's kind of one of the big things that we're we try to advocate for, and as well as uh, taking care of the properties that we do have access to. I think is like one of the most important things, in my opinion, is taking care of the ones that we do have, cleaning up the trash, making sure people aren't out there irresponsibly doing crazy things and whatnot. You know, everyone's in a safe rig. You have seatbelts. You have all that kind mm. of thing. Um, so, and like I said, in my opinion, I think that's the most taking care of what we have and, you know, Guy, treating it guys, right. Don't be dumb. Don't be, st- yeah. you hear it on this podcast all the time. Don't be stupid. We hate stupid. Right. And that means you got to take care of the areas. I mean, it's, that's what happens out here is you get some yahoos out here doing stuff on the Rubicon Trail and all of a sudden the environmentalists come up, go, see, 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 I told you so. And, um, and, you know, then they go, well, let's close the trail. Yeah. And, and, you know, uh, we're totally, uh, I have a lot of admiration to 
those of you on the East Coast who don't have all the public lands and the private lands, like, yeah. have you gone to the, do you go travel out to the big parks, like Windrock and that sort of thing from your region? Or, um, or No, or I haven't PA yet. Or... Um, so I have a bunch of trips planned for PA this year. I'm very excited about that. Um, but we got a trailer last year, so we haven't really been too far outside of like, the Northeast region and everything, but... I'm all the more open to it, you know, traveling and got the trailer. We got the rig. So um, I'm like, let's do it. Like hopefully getting out to the West coast this year, that would be, that would be awesome. That that would be great. That'd be great. Well, we are going to be at, uh, I was just looking at our schedule for the CTI tour this year. And we're going back to the PA all, all breeds Jeep event, which we haven't been to PA all breeds in a few oh. years. So you should put that on your schedule. I'm going we'll to have... that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Corey and Jesse will be out there with the CTI trailer this year. Um, we'll get cool. some pictures of, of of your rig up on the CTI and uh, and out there. So yeah, definitely go out there. That that's a, a great show. I haven't been to it in years myself. I mean, I've, that was my one of my first cross country trips with uh, in 2014 with the CTI trailer and RV. As we went, we started here and we did uh, every day a different event different location from Colorado to uh, Kansas city up to Minneapolis over to Michigan down through to Ohio. I mean, it was every day. It was a different event ending up and um, Mount Zion off road in PA and then going to all uh, to the all breeds when it was done in New York. Um, And it's still, it's a great show. It's it's such a cool. And it's, and for you, especially because it has a big show and shine. Like it'll be really cool to have your rig out there in the show and shine and, and see who, you know, see people check it out. That'd be, that's going to be cool. Yeah, so definitely, definitely. And, and we're just, cool. we're just great that we get to back out there. <laughs> yeah. That's in July, right? July, like 20. Uh, see that we've got to go on our schedule board. Now, if I had the modern Jeeper calendar in front of me that you guys could all get at 50% off at metalcloak.com. Um, with all the events listed, including the PA, if I had that right in front of me, I could answer that question, but I don't have it in front of me. So instead I'm going to our Trello board. Trello is the uh, system we use to manage all of our activities and stuff in this company and looking at uh, PA all breeds. It looks like it's, yeah, it's July 20th. Um, Yeah. So, yep. uh, It looks like it's July 20th and it's, that's, I think it's a two day event. So at least it used yeah. to be probably still is a two day event, but what a great group of people, um, yeah. out there. And, That's and, awesome. Yeah. Mike, Mike Cashman, Mount Zion off road. Um, great. Um, in fact, I got a phone call with him today cause he called me. He was, wants to complain about something, but good people, great, great family, great people, great people out there. Um, I, I just love the region. So you have, you have, there you have Roush. You have, um, what's the other, Club, A-O-A-A? Uh, AOAA. Yeah. Some reason I was saying PIA yep. that's like, but AOAA. <laughs> um, and there's another one out there as well. That is, um, the, it's the, like, so there's a trifecta of three, of three yeah. uh, properties up there. Is it reading? Am I thinking that correctly? But I think so. Uh, yeah. So now I got to look that up. Yeah. I have a couple, a uh, couple trips planned for Roush and AOAA, which both of them, um, Jeep her, they're part of Jeep Beef, obviously. They're doing a couple events there this mm. year as well. Oh, I cool. will be at those as well. Uh, the dates, it's sometime in the summer, and then I want to say it's August. So we'll be we'll be being PA a couple times in the summer. So I'm looking forward to those trips. Well, Roush is beautiful. 
Roush is absolutely beautiful, but of course you know that because I'm sure New Hampshire is beautiful too. I mean that whole area and region up there. I, I feel like I want to go back out there. I want to go out back out there and just and just spend a couple weeks just going and enjoying it. It's just so green, so beautiful. So nice. I love Rhode Island. I'm born and raised here, but I hope to move north one day. One day soon. Yeah. It's the famous reading outdoors, of famous reading that is the other one. So you have AOA, Roush, and famous reading are the trifecta. We tried to do a modern Jeep adventure up there. We were going to try to hit all three of those, but um, mm. but that's kind of a common thing up there. So it didn't really catch on. People wanted something yeah. different and new with modern Jeep adventures. So, okay. Perfect. So now, so that you got those plans. Yeah. What is like, what's the number one item on your bucket list? What's the number one place you want to go on your bucket list? That's so tough. I, I really, really do want to go out west. It's just, mm. I flew out there a long, long time ago for non-related uh, off-roading stuff. So to go there with a rig, oh my God, it'd be like a dream come true. Like mm. it's worth all of the travel. I think it's like 30 hours for me, but it's it's worth it. Uh, I, if it doesn't happen this year, that's okay. But I would like it to, but it's... um just looks so cool it looks so different than what we have here it's all mud rocks and trees and which is super fun but it'd be cool to experience and take the jeep on something else that isn't around here well i'm gonna throw an invitation out to you for this year and i'm gonna i'm not gonna specify i'll tell you after why afterwards why it might be an important invitation to take me up on but modern jeeper adventures moab um, is memorial weekend okay mm-hmm and it, it's a it's going to be a special one and i said i'll tell you offline why it's special yes yeah. all you modern jeepers you're just gonna have to wait and just gonna have to wait and hear why it's special um <laughs> but uh but if there was any way i mean i'm obviously i'm throwing an invitation out to you you know you're welcome come join us our treat that's awesome um, <laughs> but it, it might be the the impetus you need to go and say okay guys we're gonna hop in we're gonna go out there we're gonna do moab for, and even though Modern Jeep Adventures Mob is a two days of trips, it is Memorial yeah. Weekend. It is longer. You can do more stuff. We have friends out there. You can hang out longer if you wanted to and just, okay, uh, cool. just enjoy Moab. And there's so much to do between there and here. I mean, there you, from where you're at now. We've had a yeah. guy years ago who did that where he just he's traveled and he like documented his, his the different courses he went on his way out there and then did the whole thing on the way back. But it would be so cool to have you out there um, as part of that it. That would be so awesome. So It'd be like a trip of a lifetime. Exactly. And you should just do it, right? Just do it this year. Just just don't put it off. Just just do it. Maybe we can we can, YOLO, we can talk offline right? about how to make that happen. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, That's what I'm trying to teach my my kids and, and anyone else who follows along. Like you have one life. Like the now now is the time to do it. Not not later, not tomorrow, like now. <laughs> Yeah, don't don't get old and gray like me and go. Well, gee, I thought I'd spend more time. You know, I, I lived in Japan for two years and it was amazing. But I always thought, well, yeah, you know, I'll always go. It's just gonna be a part of my life. I'll go back all the time, right? You know, and I think I went back once. Yeah. You know, because yeah. if you don't decide to do things, it never happen. Whether it's business, right. like I just had to tell one of my guys, like, listen, you you have this target, right? Yeah, okay, you need to do one a week, or else it's never gonna happen. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, you're right. You've got to set targets and goals, or else they just don't happen. Yeah. Next thing you know, you wake up and it's 20 years later and go, boy, yeah, I should have, should have done that. Well, I wish I would have done that. Well, remember that thing we were talked about doing that one time we were going to do it and we never did it. Yeah. Now it's too late. So 
you got to you got to do it and got to but what's you can't just be all self-centered about it either you you, you know no. there's a lot of people that do this well i'm just going to leave my best life no 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 it's it's not about leaving no. living your best life it's about living the best life you can which includes other people includes life and society and and community around the you. positive impact you can make along the way to those That's, people to show them you guys can do it too like come on let's go all together kind of absolutely thing. and that and that positivity is infectious right i mean it it when you go and touch 10 people and give them, them something and then they can touch 10 people and they and so on and so on and so on right it's not a nair commercial it's like this it is a true thing oh. that we have this <laughs> the this, ripple effect the ripple effect right yeah. and watch well, i think i think jeepers all around in the uh, have such a great ripple effect on people, right? Because we go out there and we take care of our communities. Now, it's the guys that drive Toyotas, I don't know, they're all, you know, all screwy. But yeah, <laughs> us Jeepers, us Jeepers, we're better than that. <laughs> no, off-roaders in general. Sorry, guy, I don't want to get any haters, right? Off-roaders in general are right. all good people. Um, we're, we want to take care of. Now, guys on motorcycles and, and a- ATVs, well, psh, yeah, you know. You know but, um, <laughs> Yeah, you know, there's, there's, I, there was recently a thing in in Moab where a guy was going around, um, and he just he got arrested for putting out stickers and signs that were basically saying, uh, "Dead tourists don't rent our ATVs" or stuff like that, right? Like he was, he was, he was totally hating on the side by sides that had gone in the town. I don't know if he's a native who's been there all the time, or he's one of these like guys that have moved in recently and then hated the fact that this was just what the community had become. But that's what he was. He had 10,000 stickers. They, they, they confiscated from him. He was putting them everywhere all about, you know, uh, you know, don't, don't rent ATVs and, and dead tourists don't rent ATVs. And it was just, it was, it was sad, but he obviously had a beef to pick and he was doing it, but really we're all just, trying to enjoy ourselves and 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 i'll say this for all of you listening out there if you are a renter of atvs and you don't take the time to educate your people who are renting on etiquette and the proper way of doing stuff and what they should or shouldn't do it's on you when they're going around being assholes i'll just say it sorry um we all have a responsibility to teach and share yeah for sure um brought that up too about like younger up and coming jeepers atv whatever you do it's 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 not even that they don't always know it's like you just you have to show them so this is the proper way to do it this is what's good what's not good and try to stay along those guidelines so you can be able to do this for the years um not and not have it be shut down or you know just keep it keep it good right well because there's there's groups out there people that are always watching us and they're always watching and trying to and you know the the, the fights we have in Moab right now, the fight with Moab is not over. The fight, Oceana Dunes, the fight everywhere. Every possibility that you can, they, somebody can come along and say, yeah, all you Jeepers just tear up the trails. Well, we don't. And we do a lot to support and repair the trails. But they don't see that. Right. And that's fine. I mean, it's, uh, we understand it. We, we, we just have to educate them. But we also can't be assets. We, 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 right. we have to be good people on the trail. We have to take care of. And we can't go around doing what they say we do. Because yeah. that just gives them the evidence to shut us down, and then we won't have any place to wheel. And then we'll all be like the East Coast, where we we, we don't have public yeah. places to go, and and uh, you know, and, and dude, it's a fight for it. You got to fight right. to advocate for yourselves. Like we are safe, we are responsible, we are just want to have fun and enjoy our hobbies and passions. Like 
It, right. It's just like going to a park. You can run in the park or you can ride your bike, but we want to do the same thing just in our Jeeps or, you know, whatever, other floor by floors. Absolutely. But. Absolutely. Well, you know, I know you have a schedule. You're going to have to go pick up your daughter here in a few minutes. So um, <laughs> this has been great. I really do appreciate you taking the time to, to share with us. And um, everybody needs to check you out on Instagram. Like, go like her. And, and um, it's, again, it's Tomb Raider underscore Wrangler. Can't miss it. Um, great, you know, just a great IG page. Or do you have any other social media? Or is that your primary? Um, it's my primary. Yeah, I do have others. I have a Facebook page as well with the same name. Um, but my main focus is Instagram. Hopefully I'll try to re- uh, broaden my range, but I feel like I have a good audience on there. And, you know, have you played on, have you played on TikTok at all? I, I have one. I haven't made one thing on it yet. <laughs> it's, it's, it's weird. I mean, you've got, you've obviously know. got the reels thing down cause you've, you've done those, but yeah, my wife, my wife has to do stuff for a gym that she works for. So she does TikTok, and then she's got the reels. And I feel yeah. half the time I'm, I'm helping her with it. But um, you, you, it's a different game. It's a different game. It it's all about the music. She'll spend more time trying to figure out what music to put over a, a reel than or a, over a, a TikTok than actually like what it took to actually do the video. I know. Like, I'm glad you brought that up because like on Instagram, there's trending sounds all the time. People like use trending sounds to grow, but. I don't like using the trending sounds and some of the stuff. I, like, I want to put the music that I like or things like that. Not not just because something's trending. Like, I, I don't know. Well, it's... you could be a follower. You could be a leader. So use your own music because maybe your music will become trending sounds. Right? Right. You like, never know. Like, you just do know. what you like. Don't worry about how many people are going to like it. If you like it is the the priority in my opinion but right because then you have things like putting on the rockers with 7200 views right <laughs> um <laughs> you know, i mean it's, it's this is the stuff that makes people and like you said i watched it you know and like oh this is i can do that cool you yeah. know and that's that's awesome and that's the wood awesome. that you guys send with it was great because i don't have any two by fours i only have like four by four blocks so the uh-huh. two by four that come with them it's perfect they fit into the slots on the side of the rock rails so i don't know if you meant to do that but it's pure, convenient of pure genius of course we did of course we did no it, it is it, it's it's purely accidental but it was one of those things like we did our first um our first skid plates were shipped completely boxed in wood like we built a wood oh, yeah, around yeah. them that was there because <laughs> excuse me <clears throat> now we do um now we have them in, in essentially pizza boxes, these nicely designed yeah. boxes. But yeah, the two by fours is there for a purpose, part of making it ship and and come together and arrive without any beat up parts. But that's right. great. That's awesome. You got a chance to use it and not just to, you know, not just to throw at your husband when he was telling you the wrong things to do. I know. <laughs> the right Get away tool. from me. <laughs> Don't touch my tools. <laughs> I know. I know. And I'm like very like organized. Yeah, I try to put the tools back. And not to say that he's not, but I'm just like, keep your side clean. <laughs> <laughs> we got a film. Awesome. Yes, that's awesome. Uh, I'm sitting here choking. <clears throat> All right. Well, I got to let you go. Um, I, we could talk for hours, I'm sure. Um, any you. other place? Where, I how say, people... Thank you for having me on here. It's been super fun and i'm you know looking forward to the next one this is great and uh i enjoy sharing and talking so thank you so much 
Well, that's that's fun. I do want to point out to everybody, like if you if you look at her page, all the stuff she has on her Jeep right now from Metal Cloak, she bought. Okay, guys, it's, this is not. We're working with with you now on some stuff, and and we love it. And then we're gonna be working together, and this is awesome. But what you see on her rig, like she was a fan of Metal Cloak, and then she mm-hmm. bought the stuff and put it on. It wasn't like, oh, here's a bunch of free stuff here, right. going stuff. So it's it 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 is genuine. Okay, I appreciate um, you mentioning that. I really do because I I do I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I'll rep your guys' stuff loud and proud because I like it. The quality, the from start to finish customer service, it's it's unmatched. So I and, and it says a lot. I mean, we we support groups and organizations and people that like our products first, not because oh hey can I give you something free so you can rep me? You, you know, whether, whether it was light, bright or, or you or anybody else, anybody who's, who's ever come along wanted our products first before we decided like, Oh, hey, let's just support you on, on your journey. So, yeah. we're, but we're happy to support you on your journey. We're amazed. We're, we're, we're great to see where this goes. And I hope, I hope, I hope we see you in Moab. I really do too. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, our pleasure. And uh, any other way people can reach out to you? Uh, is it IG the preferred way? Yeah, IG is the preferred way. I do have an email on there as well. It's the hard knocks garage at um, gmail.com. But you can access that right through my Instagram or uh, click the link in my bio and you can contact me there as well. Perfect. Perfect. That's awesome. All yeah. right, guys. Hey, Modern Jeepers, thanks for joining us. Christy, thank you so much for being a part of the show. Uh, hang on a second as I as I uh, pause this so that we can make sure we all get to all and all the all the stuff's recorded. Um, but hey, Modern Jeepers, you know how to reach me, mattsatmoclo.com. And of course, check us out at modernjeeperadventures.com. You will want to be a part of the Moab trip if you haven't already registered. Um, and, there, and again, we will, in a future episode, tell you why. But for now, if you're thinking about doing something like that, and if you wanted to do it, this is the year to do it, okay? So check it out at modernjeeperadventures.com. Of course, you can check out modernjeeper.com for the latest news and information about Jeeps and modernjeeperform.com just to share and be a part of a community. Otherwise, um, thank you again for joining us. Christy, thank you so much. And friends, we'll see you on thank the trail. Thank you, Matt. <laughs> thank oh, you. Our, our pleasure. This podcast will self-destruct in five, four, three. Two.